That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. Hello, I'm Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats. And ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Christopher Ann. Welcome to the PWC Extra. I am your host Jimmy T, and my co-host, he is the crazy madman from Canada. He is Mr. Chris Ams. Like I said, I'm not even going to do your little shtick because I don't give it justice. Well, I don't do it justice. So please tell me who you are, Chris. Well, I will be happy to give and do my shtick justice here. Um, that kind of sounds like a euphemism for masturbation to do your stick justice. Um, cool. anyway, I'll go ahead and give my, my stick the justice it deserves here. I am Chris Ams. That's AMBS, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry. If you ever forget how to spell my last name, I'll just remind you on every show that I do. Yes. Welcome everybody to the extra. Somehow Jimmy convinced me to sign up for even more of this shit this week. So here we are to talk about all the news. All the haps, bruh. All the motherfucking haps. I mean, the people want it, bro. I mean, the people want it. I mean, we're booming right now. I mean, business is booming here at the yeah. PWC, Chris. So, That's I mean, right. I mean, hey, man, we're in the top end of of the US charts. So, I'm, I'm proud to announce that. And thank you to all our listeners out there that have put us on the map. Because, I mean, 
we couldn't have done it without you guys and girls, of course. So, I mean, thank you, and a big thank you. And just keep, please, spreading the word, because you're doing us all a favor. And, I mean, I couldn't thank you guys enough. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Hey, share us out and talk about how wonderful we are. Just say, like, yeah, there's these podcasts by these guys on the PwC, and they're great. This guy, Chris, he's like a genius, and he's super handsome, and he knows how to <laughs> dance well, and he's super funny. And also, there's this Bogan guy that he does the show with, and it's great. <laughs> Indeed, bro. Well, it's been a crazy, wacky week in pro wrestling, man. I mean, but I want you to start with a particular thing. We're talking about this off the air. And please, tell him who the fuck is Aubrey Edwards, bro? Who is she, man? Do you know who she is, bro? You should know who she is, bro. Um, he should. Man, all right. Okay, first of all, I just want to make sure that like we cannot confirm that this happened. But this is all over like the Twitter space right now. So apparently, this is a quote from Jake Lures, which is the lead singer of the band August Burns Red, who's a, a metalcore group. I am not aware of these people, but apparently Neither they're relatively <laughs> famous. Uh, um, here's the full quote. Yeah, it was crazy, man. We were doing a signing, and this crazy lady comes up and gets me to sign an album for her. She then says, you don't recognize me, do you? And I replied to her, not really, should I? In which she replied, I'm Aubrey Edwards. I think she said her name was, was and I said to her, who? Sorry, I, I don't know that name. In which she goes, I'm a wrestling referee, maybe one of the most famous in the business. You really haven't seen me before? And I said to her, sorry, I haven't watched WWE in a few years, if I'm being honest. I am a wrestling fan, but I've just been busy. <laughs> and she laughed and said, WWE, I'm not in that garbage. I'm in AEW. You really need to check it out and see for yourself what we're doing over there. It'll get you back into wrestling. I promise you that. And I laughed and said, have a nice day, lady. And as she was walking off, she turns around and says, what are you laughing at? Before the event, security eventually moved her along because there were a ton of people behind her, and she'd already taken up like five minutes of time. It was pretty insane, dude. End quote. I have no idea if this is real or not, but if it is, I, that's just, come on. C could you think of anything more Aubrey Edwards than that? No, that's what's funny, but I mean, if this bitch is for real, I mean, do you know who I am, Aubrey? Do you, do you? Do you know who do I you know am? Do you know who he is? Yeah. Do you know who I am? Okay. <laughs> I run the the number one wrestling podcast in Kenya. All right. 15 now, in... actually, Chris. <laughs> Kenya. Shut up. The number oh, okay, one number one. <laughs> podcast for pro wrestling in all of Kenya. Okay. <laughs> so everybody just recognize who I am. All right. That's right. Put your one. ones up for Nairobi. Ones up for Nairobi. <laughs> I'm just saying because we're the ones. In Kenya. Well, we still are pretty much very high up there in Kenya. I mean, Kenya can't get enough of the PwC network, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> shout outs to Kenya. Of course, they have fantastic taste in Kenya. Um, but also, yeah, apparently we're in the we're in the top sixty in the US for sports podcasts, which uh, you know, I'm gonna toast my milk to that. Toast, yeah. brother. That's Toasts toast all around. I've got nothing to toast with. Oh, well, there we go. Well, cheers. Salute. Yeah. Salute. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, instead of patting ourselves on the shoulder as we have been pretty much the last few shows, let's get back to the news. But Aubrey Edwards, I mean, it's got to be true, bro. I can't think of any, like, no reason why it's not. I mean, it sounds like Aubrey. It smells like Aubrey. Heck. It even reads like Aubrey. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. I hope it's true anyway. Now, we're not saying it is true, but we hope it is. Because if it is, this woman is just the biggest Mark Tard for herself, clearly. She's just a crazy, crazy person who loves herself very much. Oof. Crazy ain't the friggin' word. I mean, seriously. Um, uh, I mean, what else is there to say about this chick? I mean, she's just a... A Mark. A Mark Tard. That is. She is. She, I mean, we've been saying for like quite a while at this point how like okay, this chick is like nuts, right? Like there's something wrong with her because every time we hear that she's said something or 
whatever. It's like it's levels of insanity where you're like, is that real? And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's real. Somehow she really thinks that or said that or did that. Ay, 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 ay. Well, let's move on from that bitch because that's enough of talking about her. Let's be honest. I mean, I don't even want to keep going about her. Just, just you better recognize or not on who she is. But anyway, next let's talk about Edge actually, Chris. There's rumors flying around that this upcoming match with Sheamus could possibly be his last. And apparently his contract is running out. Now, there's all sorts of memes online about Edge being all elite. <laughs> And all this shit, right? And whatnot. Yeah. I don't know how true this shit is. He did say in the past that Toronto would be his last match. So I assume everyone's jumping on that bandwagon. I don't know if this is the date or not, but this is what Edge had to say because Edge told ET Canada that his match with Sheamus on SmackDown tomorrow is his last on his current WWE deal. Well, there you go. Hmm. Um, This is the last match on my current contract, so I don't know... Edge replied, when asked if this would be his retirement match, I honestly don't know, he says. I probably won't know until I get to the locker room that night and decompress. Let all the anxiety and tension that I never used to have before I, I performed that I have now. That's, that's strange for me, and it makes it that much harder to do this. I'm going to be 50 in October. It's not easy anymore. Before, what I used to take for granted to be able to do... Now there is a process and a fallout, and and there's a lot. It's the dream gig, but I'm not going to lie, it's getting really hard. Uh, does this sound like it's the end for Edge? I mean, it sucks uh, if it is. If this if this really is like the last match for Edge, like I that's extremely lame. Like there's just there's been no build to it. There's no reason for. <clears throat> this to be the last match for him um i don't know like even if he's just even if the plan is just for him to like sign a contract with aew for you know a couple months or whatever so that they can finally do like the edge and christian versus the hardys as like a retirement match um cool yeah that's fine but still like if edge really is going away here if he's really leaving the wwe for a while you'd think that they would do a better job of milking it. I just, to me, it doesn't seem like they're going to just have Edge just disappear. Like, why wouldn't you milk it? Yeah, it's true, but... Uh, I mean, he's a very Edge-like to just go under the radar, though, you know what I mean, and just fade away into the, you know, into the sunset. That's true. You know what I think he should do? I think he should come back after the match... But in like a, um, he should come back in in like a in like a body cast or whatever, and he should like scream at uh, at at Adam Pierce that that he wants uh, he wants what he wants and and give me what what I want, give me what I want, <laughs> and then and then he doesn't and then and then he retires that way. That'd be great. Oh man. Uh well, I hope it's not the end. I mean, could we possibly see Edge in AEW or nah? I think there's probably a pretty I think there's probably a pretty strong appetite for Edge, Christian, Matt and Jeff to have at least one last match between the four of them. I think that there is a pretty strong appetite from those guys. And right. I think the most likely place for that to happen is AEW just because of the contract situations of Matt, Jeff and Christian. Um, I know that Christian has said that his contract is, is coming up relatively soon with AEW. Um, but if Edge really is done with WWE, then that would be, you know, the most likely landing spot for them. I would personally rather see them do something in WWE, but we'll see what happens. Hmm. Yeah, look, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm intrigued because... I don't know if he's got a um, a no compete clause in his contract or, or not, but I mean, is there a slight chance we could see him in All In, possibly? I I don't think so. I mean, 
You never know. <laughs> I, I mean, you never know. I don't think that what Edge wants to do would translate. Like, I think if what I'm, if what I think is, if if what I think that he wants to do, which is like I said, I think he wants to have at least one more match with him and Christian versus the Hardys. Um, right. Is all in really the place to bring him back? And if you're running AEW and Edge says he's coming in and he wants to do a run with your company, I think it's a huge downgrade if he's in a tag team because Edge Edge is a main event star. Like like it or not, even at 49, he's he's right. a star. He's a main event guy. He, you know, I think if you're bringing in Edge, you want him to go for your world title. You want him to have like, you want him to have a, a program against Kenny Omega. You want him to have a program against MJF. You want him to have a program against CM Punk, maybe, right? I don't think you bring him in for that at all in because I think it's just, it comes across as like, wow, like we just got a huge main eventer. And we're gonna have him do a retirement match with the Hardys. Don't pay attention to. Don't pay too close attention to the fact he's here. So right. I don't. I. I honestly, I don't expect to see him at all. In I, I think that that's that. That would be a really, really strange confluence of events. It would be one of those situations where, like, if it happens, I will really be shocked. I will actually be shocked at professional wrestling. Interesting. Well, Chris Millen says in the chat, Robocop versus Leatherface with the Yeti as Special Enforcer Booker Pal. Yeah, that's yeah. Chris's dream match right there. Yeah. Was yeah, it yeah. my dream match? <laughs> that God. must be your dream match because <laughs> yeah. my dream match is Robocop versus Leatherface versus Crocodile Dundee in a Shh. Bloomin' Onion Championship triple threat match. <laughs> no. Hell no. Ugh. And also he goes on to ask, and I'm talking about Mr. Wheeland, what do you see happening, if anything, with the WWE Tag Team titles? What would you do to book a way out of the current situation? Uh, well, first of all, what's the prognosis with uh, Kevin Owens? I'm hearing he just wanted a break. He's not really injured. Now, he had a, an interview, actually, uh, on Eri Hawani's podcast. I don't know if you caught that at all, Chris. Dude, you should check it out because he comes across as he's done. He's over wrestling. He's not happy. He's over it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. I mean, that's what happens. I think that. I think that Kevin Owens. He has a tendency sometimes to give shoot interviews, still kind of in kayfabe. Like I'm telling you, bro, this is different, man. You got to check it out, man. You know what? We'll see. Maybe I'll do a little thing on the PWC network, but. Yeah, you have to check it out, dude. You'll understand what I mean. This is way out of character for me. I'll I'll check it out. I love Kevin Owens, and I hope he's not done with pro wrestling. But, I mean, could you really blame him and Sammy for being annoyed? I know I saw I saw recently um, I saw recently like a thing where I guess him and Sammy are both like kind of frustrated at how the tag team titles have been booked since WrestleMania. Well. And do you blame them? Because they had what was like pretty clearly the second most, or maybe no, it was pretty clearly the second most important match on the like on the whole event, right? They well, that was the main event, night one, right? Yeah. Exactly. So they're pretty clearly the second most important match from WrestleMania, right? They they have gotten huge reactions everywhere that they've gone, right? And what? Like, tell me what feud they've had since they beat the Usos. Nothing significant, really. I mean, they're right. just fucking around, if anything. They're just interjecting wherever they want, like, pretty much. I mean, yeah, so yeah, it's not compelling. Like, if I was Sammy and Kevin, I'd be saying, hey, guys, like, you're kind of wasting us here. You hear the fucking, you hear the crowd? You hear the crowd when our fucking music hits? Can we do something, please? Like I don't, I don't blame them for being frustrated, and also, you know, little hints getting dropped here and there. Um, what's his name there? Uh, magic, magic man there in the 
uh, 2.0. What the fuck is his name? Oh, f- uh, I know who you're talking about. Fucking, you know, fucking... Uh, Daddy Magic. Spot Entertainers, Daddy Magic, bro. All right, Daddy Magic, My nipples anyway. are getting hot. Okay, so the, Mr. Hard Nipples. Um, yes. Uh, so he's Canadian, mind you. He's French-Canadian. We don't claim him. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just, I kid. I am joking, I know, I know. Québécois. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> au revoir. Oh, actually, au that's good night. That that's is, good night, isn't it? Um, it's something like that. I don't know. I don't speak right. French. I speak Spanish. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I don't you speak know, Japan. When he was cutting his promo last week about how he was leaving the the Jericho Appreciation Society, he said, now I know why some of the guys I grew up, I, I came up with, like, I can't remember who he said, but the second person he named was, and Kevin Steen can't stand you. So maybe, mm. maybe a little hints getting dropped here and there. Uh, as long as we get the Kings of Pro Wrestling back once again, which is the Bucks. And Kevin Owens and Adam Cole, baby, where we get to see Kevin Steen right back in his Young Bucks fucking clothing, bro. Tight and all. That is no. something else, bro. <laughs> hey, just remember, he's part of that Rosita crew deep down. Like, he's one of the OGs, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> but I honestly kind of feel like... I honestly kind of feel like if he went to AEW, he would bring out the best in those guys like more than they would bring out his indie-rific nonsense. I'm not going to lie. I found it quite funny, actually, when he was with the Bucks and Adam Cole, especially when he was dressed as the Bucks. It was right, because just... it was a contrast, right? Because he's right. usually much more serious than that. So when he was with Oh, them, no, he's playing like... serious, but he's just dressed up in, like, super short, like, super, like, tight clothing that doesn't fit him. I don't <laughs> want to funny, imagine bro. what that looks like, Jimmy. I don't, uh, don't want to think it's about It's brilliant, it. bro. I'm not going to lie. I, I love it. But back to Chris's question. What do you do with the tag titles, you ask? What, what do they do with every other belt? They just made a shiny gold version? And said, here you go. And that's that. I mean, that's the way you do it. I mean, how do you separate them at this point? Either they lose one of these belts. Are they Raw SmackDown, guys? I don't even know at this point. They're never on SmackDown, even though they're yeah. tag champs of both brands. I'm pretty I mean, sure they're they're on the Raw brand. Um, right. And again, I think that the way you get out of it, if you want to get out of it, like... You have a ladder match with all four belts hanging above the ring against Why somebody not? who's from SmackDown. The SmackDown team grabs the SmackDown belts at the exact same time that Sammy grabs the Raw belts, and then you've dropped one t- one set of titles and not the other set of titles. It, it's not something that you can do all the time, and it's not something that's perfect, but this is why you either have a very strict separation between Raw and SmackDown, or you have to figure out how to book, you know, something interesting for when you're getting the belts away from whoever is the unified champion, because otherwise the brand suffers, right? So, right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, that's true. Elizabeth is in the house saying, I can't see him signing with AEW for something long term. He's going to be 15 in a few months. I'm, I'm assuming she's talking about Edge. That's true, but you never know. Adam um, Sex Castle. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be Adam's Sex Castle or some shit. Wasn't well, it Sexton Hardcastle his, his original name? Yeah, but I'm saying like he's going to change it a little yeah. bit. That's all right. Maybe we'll get Juicy Usy, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And Jay Uso popping up in AEW as well. Uh, Chris also says the dual titles is kind of overdoing things. It's confusing. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's confusing, but it's definitely overdoing things. It's I mean, fucking annoying, dude. Even like when I when I like when I when I'm playing 2K or whatever, I have my brands separated and I keep like a pretty strict separation on the brands, but I always have one tag titles and just everybody in the tag teams is on both shows so that there's just one set of tag titles because otherwise it's like what are you the tag team champion of? You're the tag team champion of a specific show. It's really fucking weird. Well, you know what I do, actually? I've been playing that game pretty hard, bro. Did you download the latest DLC, actually? Yeah. The um, Barrett, Barrett one, yeah. The Barrett. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. 
<laughs> Why didn't they go with the bad news game? I know. So much better got than the, they've got the fucking clean shaven Barrett. Yeah. It's lame. Yeah, pretty silly. Weird. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, more wrestlers, the better, I guess. But um, you know what I do? I don't even have a hard brand split in the WWE side of things. I've got a hard bland, uh, brand split with AEW and WCW. Oh, that's no, I, I, so I have, I have Raw, SmackDown. Like I, I have like all of. When I do like uh, my universe, I'm always at like 97 downloads of. You know how you have like a hundred spaces for creations. Right, right. Yeah. I'm always at like 97 and just like barely barely on the edge so that i don't dude like i'm it. always like filling up my spaces dude and just to get someone else I have to delete certain shit and, oh it becomes real tedious it is tedious but so i have like a raw uh nitro uh dynamite nxt smackdown like i have like a full universe going all me the time, too so. uh, i've got i've got collision on there too i took out rampage and put collision as the the, you know, not not the brand, like a separate brand, just, a, you know, an extra show for AEW. So I've got AEW, NXT, WWE as one, mm. and WCW. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, I love the game, man. I do too. I, I don't know. I, I fucking love it. But Medium 5 says, him signing a deal at 50 long-term, super limited dates would be worth it as long as he don't have, have to wrestle twice a week. I doubt that. I mean, unless he wants to. And Elizabeth says, they just need to make it one set of unified tag titles and defend them everywhere because they aren't many real teams anyway, which is also true, Chris. Yeah, 100%. I, I don't know why... teams. I don't know why they don't just do that because, well, I guess I understand, like, for the tag teams, it would be kind of fucking annoying because you got to go from Monday and then you got to fucking get to wherever they're going on Friday and sometimes SmackDown and Raw are in, like, opposite directions around the country or whatever, right? So if you have to go to all shows, you're traveling back and forth constantly. I get how that would be pretty frustrating, but I don't know exactly, like, what the travel schedule is for the WWE right now, but you, if you did do that, maybe you could cut a deal where you're doing less, uh, you know, less um, non-televised dates, but then do the non-televised shows get fucked out of tag teams so it's a real weird it's a real weird line to draw so to me like the answer is was has always been will always be separate the brands but don't just call it raw and smackdown call it wwe and wcw and i'll love that but they will never do that man i know know that i know they won't but that would be that would make the most sense because it, it, it it's pretty simple like then you're the tag team champions of the WCW or you're the world champion of the WCW instead of the Smackdown champion which just sounds really Dang. lame like the first yeah. thing I do when I start a universe is I delete the raw women's championship and the Smackdown women's championship and I just have a women's world title and a women's intercontinental championship because like i don't understand how you can have two world champions in the same company dude i would just do a hard reset at this point and just start fresh and just have one set of fucking belts for both brands i mean oh yeah chris the travel schedule is they go from one town to another to wrestle duh Thank you, Medium Five. You're you're bringing the you're bringing the A plus, um, you know, information to the show. Thanks. Uh, medium, Medium Five. Well, this says on the flip side, the tag teams don't have to be on each show each week. If Roman can show up when he wants, they could make it work. Something we need something, right? I mean, yeah. Something we'll needs to be go. done. Something needs to be done. But I honestly maintain that the absolute best thing that they could do is really separate from one another. And if they don't want to celebrate WCW, just make up your own company. I mean that, or just, hmm. or, or just like expand NXT, have it overtake SmackDown or W or or Raw, and then you have NXT WWE. You have two different companies. Go. 
I guess, I mean, and this brings up another interesting point, especially if the deal with Fox is coming up, then you can truly look at the brand split then. But then what was the point of the brand split now? Eh, I don't know, WWE can be confusing. It is what it is. But let's move on though, Chris. I mean, we've, we've pretty much spoken about the tag title situation at length. But next, let's go to AEW news because apparently Warner Brothers Discovery is reportedly pleased with AEW's Texas Chainsaw Massacre cross-promotional match, Chris. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Uh, well, <laughs> what the fuck do they know about wrestling? They don't. What they know is, okay, we're, we, we are in charge of this video game that we're trying to set up, right? We want to get as many people you know, to see it as possible. So we could do um, you know, uh, commercials or whatever on whatever's like a horror adjacent show on our affiliates or whatever we could we could pay a shit ton of money to get them on there we could pay all kinds of money and you know royalties and commercials and all that other stuff or we could go to tony khan and we could say tony um you know how we said that we're gonna do like cross promotional you know stuff with with AEW because you're technically you know, part week. of the W because you're technically part of the WWB um, house or whatever. You're gonna also yeah. do this thing with the Texas Chainsaw. We want you to have fun with it, but we want the Texas Chainsaw Massacre to be a big part of your show one week. Go do it, and then they went and did it. So WWB's happy doesn't mean it's good. Like, I agree, one hundred percent. Facts. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing really to say other than if that's the f- the case, yuck. That's all I'm saying. I don't even want to continue on with that. If they're happy, good on them, man. It is what it is. I mean, shit. Dynamite did rank number one in their slot for ratings, so hats off to them. Under what a million. Else? What else was on? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever it is. Well, next we go to Dave Meltzer, Uncle Dave Meltzer, right? I mean, shit. He apparently assesses the future of AEW's roster at odds with CM Punk, and this is what he had to say. Meltzer speculated that the change of day was probably due to there being no Saturday taping next week. However, these tapings were particularly interesting as they involved wrestlers who have alleged backstage issues with CM Punk, Chris. Performers who might be removed from Ring of Honor brand moving forward also, apparently. As documented by Meltzer, the Ring of Honor taping saw Ryan Nemeth Christopher Daniels, Cole Cabana, Brandon Cutler all make an appearance. With that said, though, Meltzer doesn't envision these performers attending future Ring of Honor tapings unless they're recorded on a Wednesday or another day of the week that isn't Saturday. The Ring of Honor tapings are usually filmed before and after AEW Collision, which is Punk's main show. That said, Nemeth, Daniels, Cabana and Cutler reportedly can't work Saturdays as the Second City Saint doesn't want them around when he's there. Sorry, what was uh, that Ka- list of wrestlers again? Give me the names again. All right, wait, wait. Forget they're all jobbers, right? Forget that. But there's one important name here. I don't know. I don't know if you figured this one out, which doesn't make sense. Okay. Who do you think that is? Uh, the fallen know. angel. The fallen angel. Christopher Daniels. Yes, he he is the the head of talent relations in AEW. Okay. So how do you tell a guy in, in power, in a position of power, to fuck off? I mean, people in, people in positions of power get fired all the time. They get sent to different parts of the company. They get told they are or are not allowed to do certain things all the time. That's how companies run. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you can read that fucking list again. Um, okay. Just, I, seriously, I read the list again. Yeah, tell me who, 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 who all is not allowed to go now. So, Ryan Nemeth, Christopher Daniels, Colt Cabana, and Brandon Cutler. Na, 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 na. <laughs> na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ciao. Who are they? <laughs> I don't need those fucking guys. By the way, I listened back, I listened back to our fucking skirmish, and uh, I called Nick Nemeth, or I called Ryan Nemeth. I did it again. I called Ryan Nemeth, Nick Nemeth, like 16 times in that show. So I am Dolph, sorry, Dolph. <laughs> yeah. I realized that that's not you, but uh, 
but yeah, okay. I'm sorry to the to the listeners too because it, you know, I, I didn't back realize I was cringing the whole time. I was like, Dude. but but I knew exactly who you were talking about the whole time, so I didn't like like it just didn't like fess it to me that you were saying that. But now that you said it, <laughs> no big deal, bro. Everyone knew what you were talking about. Shit, I didn't even correct you, bro. You know me; I would have usually pointed that out. For yeah. some reason, it, but really, I just like, okay, the the three fucking names that you named, like. I don't give a shit if I never see them wrestle again. Oh, no. Brandon Cutler has to stay home. Oh, I'm really heartbroken about that. Ryan Nemeth doesn't get to be on TV anymore. What will I do with all of my Ryan Nemeth action figure? Like, get the fuck out of here. Fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, I agree, but the only one is uh, Christopher Daniels, man, because... Like I said, head of talent relations, I would be like, no, you know what, punk? You get fucked. Plain and simple, but yeah, I guess not. Yeah, okay. But then the thing is, is I, I actually think that if push came to shove, I think that the company would choose CM Punk over Christopher Daniels, don't you? I agree, yeah. So maybe don't do that. But anyway, Christopher Daniels, no hair, don't care. No hair, don't care, exactly. I mean, shit, it is what it is. Uh, next, let's go to Tammy Sitch pleading a no contest to DUI causing death charge could face 25-year sentence. I mean, at this point, Chris, is a good riddance to her. Is she done? Is she going to get more than 20 years in the cell? I don't know. I doubt it. I mean, most women don't get long sentences even if they like even if they plead guilty like even if they plead out to things like this they don't usually get long sentences um for like single homicides like if this was like a mass murder if she went in and blew up a store or something maybe but she's fucked up more than once though dude she's gonna get like she's gonna get sentenced to probably 10 years she's gonna serve six Maybe she'll die in prison from... I mean, judging by the picture, she might die from diabetes in fucking prison. (laughs) She's looking extra heavy. Bloated. Bloated. It's true. It's true. Yeah, well, for me, good riddance, man. She's fucked up one too many times. And there's no fucking room for bullshit like her, man. I mean, I personally think she's not over Chris Candido, and this all stems back to that. But then again, she was cheating on him left and right. She's just a shitty person, bro. Like... There are just shitty people. I, I was, you know, I, I, I was explaining this to you the other day, like, um, after we went off the air, I was explaining to you that there's a difference between being nice and being good, right? Tammy Sitch is neither of those things. She is not a nice person, and she is not a good person. She is a bad, mean human being, and I, I'm all for her going to jail for a bit. Uh, yeah, and you know what's funny? Um, Javi says in the chat that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre isn't even Warner Brothers Discovery's property. Well, there you go. It's true. Yeah, well, they have a contract with like the with the game developer for um, programming on WB like assets or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, whatever assets exactly. Um, I guess Chris, you need to tell me that he can manifest things. That's it. Yeah, homeboy met a rapper that he really likes um, today. He did? did fact, he suck his did. dick? N- no. <laughs> homeboy is not Greek. What's the matter with you? Well, he's Mexican. He sucks dick, bro. No, come on. <laughs> come on. Orale, homeboy, hombre. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, man. And who'd you meet, bro? I've already met my, my rap lord, bro. You can't beat that. I, like, I my have... favorite rapper of all time is DJ Quick, man. That's you know he's my he's my dude. I got to meet him down here for free. I didn't even have to line up or nothing. Cool. Well, hopefully, hopefully one day I can meet Nas, and then we can make this a trifecta of people who have Ooh. met their their MC yeah. gods. But uh, <laughs> yeah, who did you meet, by the way? I actually want to know. It's Mexican OT or something. I don't know. It's what? Some... I don't know. Really, homeboy? That's your G? That's your guy? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever hits your G spot, my bro. <laughs> so that was it. Apparently, that was the name. I've never heard of him 
personally, bro, I mean, have you? I never that, have. No. That Mexican OT, what does that even stand for? That Mexican over try hard or over trying? I mean, <laughs> I really don't know who he is, bro. I need to know. Like, I know a lot of Mexican rappers. I know fucking a lot of rappers. I don't I, have a clue who the Mexican OT is. I'm going to piss off a bunch of people from LA right now. I fucking hate <laughs> reggaeton. I hate everything about that. Reggaeton. Genre. That's not an LA thing, bro. That's more of a New York fucking thing. Whatever. I hate. Like I really. Hey, Miami. Not. Like that stuff. Really and aggressively <laughs> do not like that shit in my hip hop. It's not reggaeton. Fun. Reggaeton. Oh, so he's new homeboys, but he's your fucking rap Jesus. Uh, that makes more sense. Well, shoot me some tracks. If you want to find, if you want a good fucking Mexican rapper, bro, that's the shit. Either look up Peso Peso, he's the shit, and fucking Ramirez, another one, who's the shit. Just saying, look them two up. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. Um, anyway, enough of that. Uh, let's move on because uh, ah, this this one gets even better because uh, apparently Tony Storm on AEW star Ricky Starks. I'd mess him up if I had the chance, for whatever reason. I don't understand why. Maybe there's some sexual tension going on there, but who cares? I'm not even going to get into that. Um, more Hogan's shamming, for whatever reason. Uh, because Medusa is in the headlines by saying, Why Medusa, Alanja Blaze, slams one of the wrestling's biggest names. I mean, like she can talk. Seriously. Like, can she really talk? Medusa? I mean... Medusa, bro. Like, seriously. Uh, what, what did she say? Uh, I don't see how she really... I'm not even going to get into that, man, but... How Jason Matura tried to create a wrestling union. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Apparently, Hogan's a snitch, bro, basically, who turned who turned in Jesse the Body Ventura on a wrestling union. That's where all that hate stems from between the two of them. What? Hulk Hogan yeah. is a bad person. Bad person. That don't work for me, brother. That don't work <laughs> for me, brother. You know, Whatever. if my daughter is going to date a... <clears throat> Not going. Uh, <laughs> fuck Hulk Hogan. It wasn't really racist, though, when you think about it, man. Not I... every black person thinks... That a lot of black people understood where he was coming from, dude. The The truth is... What he said was racist. Like what he said was racist, but the, I don't think he meant it in that in a racial context, though. Per se, do I think Hulk Hogan is like deep down an actual racist person? I doubt it. He doesn't come across like for all the fucking sins of Hulk Hogan, and I mean, it would take the power of two or three popes to wipe clean all of the sins of Hulk Hogan. I actually don't think that he is a racist person. I just I'm honestly happy that he was cancelled I fuck like I hate really? cancelling I don't like it I wish it never happened I fucking hate Come Hulk Hogan on. I don't ever need to Why? see Hulk Hogan ever again you were never a fucking Hulkamaniac growing up dude even when I was a kid I hated yes. Hulk Hogan I was uh, you're I, bullshitting no dude when I was like a little <laughs> kid when I was like a little kid like 3-4 years old and I started watching wrestling I was all about the Ultimate Warrior, man. All about the Warrior. Oh, me too. Me too, man. I was a little warrior, but uh, but I I'm not going to lie. I mean, Hulk Hogan was the reason why I got into pro wrestling in the first place, man. I mean, I used to eat it up, man. And then the Warrior came along, and then the Warrior was a thing for me too. I and, never uh, liked Hulk Hogan right from the start. Didn't like him. Wow. No yeah. shit, bro. No That's shit. That's so sad. I have never man. liked Hulk Hogan. Oh, shit. Apparently, Hogan wants to call in. <laughs> um, Chris, what do you think? Should we let the Hulkster in, brother? Uh, we can do it, sure. If Hogan wants All to All right, let's fucking do it. Homeboy, go and get your connections. Get Hogan in the building. Because I want to ask him some questions, as a matter of fact. I'm actually keen. <laughs> because, you know, especially Bash at the Beach 2000, Chris. Yeah, well, I mean, listen. Like, Hulk Hogan was certainly a part of some memorable moments in pro wrestling. Don't get me wrong. You know, but as far as... Was I ever a fan of Hulk Hogan? Oh, Not absolutely. even a little bit. 
Yo, Chris. Yo. Chris. Jimmy. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Hello? Wait, am I? You can't hear me? Jimmy, God can you hear me? It. I can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm delayed by like 30 seconds. I'm I can gonna, hear I'm you. Gonna... Oh, okay. All right. Good then. But it seems delayed, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Media M5 says yo, both yo, are streams yo. froze. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna leave. I'll come Shit, right back. Shit, that's odd. All right. Hey, any, everybody in the chat, can you guys hear me? By the way, am I delayed whatsoever or nah? Someone tell me. Well, you're obviously hearing me, right? Medium five. I got to know, bro. All right, let's see. Okay, but is there a delay? Okay, okay, thank you. Thank you. That's all I need to know. All right, uh, Chris. Yo. There we go. We, no more delay between you and I? No more delay, brother. All right, brother. Well, as we wait for the the cockstar to uh, arrive, um, I wanted to mention one more thing because I think the whole thing would be the best way to end the show. But um, about, about Lacey Evans, Chris, about speculation as to the reason behind Lacey Evans' WWE departure, Lacey Evans is officially gone from WWE after her contract reportedly expired after August 15. During the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer weighed in with what possibly led to her departure. He goes on to say, I remember when she was in NXT and she was brought to the main roster. She had the giant push at first, as Meltzer recalled. She got the big push at first, then she would get the weekly vignettes and not a push at all. It was the craziest thing ever, according to him. But a lot of her lack of exposure had to do with Vince being gone because Vince was her, was her like fan, apparently. Ever since Vince McMahon stepped back from being the head of creative in July 2022, Evans' television time has decreased. At the beginning of the year, Evans was repackaged with a military gimmick similar to that of Sergeant Slaughter, but it only resulted in her picking up a couple of squash wins. Evans lost her last three televised matches this year with her final one airing on WWE SmackDown in June. And that's that. Uh, so yeah. apparently there was a lot of nothing. Apparently Vince was the reason maybe she just started going down. Dave Meltzer is a fucking clown. I, I cannot stand that fucking guy. He's an idiot. He just said it was the craziest thing ever about Lacey Evans. Shut the fuck up, Dave. Shut the fuck up. As far as like the stop the start stop push, that's absolutely what happened to Lacey Evans. Like she was she she started and then she stopped. And then the thing is, is that I think WWE is very, for some reason, they don't seem to get that like a lot of the old school face gimmicks are now heel gimmicks. They're now heelish gimmicks because people it's are true. tired Absolutely. of that shit. Yeah. And a yep. lot of it's the anti -hero old heel shit, gimmicks, bro. and a lot of the old heel gimmicks are now more like face gimmicks, right? So Don't if you're 100%. a foreigner. If you're a foreigner who's super proud of where you come from and everything and you come out wa waving your own flag, people are going to cheer for you, right? Because people like that kind of shit. They, inclusion is more of like a positive thing for crowds now, right? And if you come right. out and you do the whole, you know, I'm American, y'all, and I'm, I'm super happy to be American and America first, you know? like <laughs> Team that, America, fuck yeah. Yeah, that's not a, <laughs> that's not a face gimmick anymore. So... There was Weirdly some confusion. Enough, it's not. There was some weird confusion with her in NXT with the whole Southern Belle thing, which I actually think could have gotten over really well. In the in the she was yeah. much better as the Southern Belle. They should have never changed her. But there was that start stop thing where it was like, okay, right. we're gonna do, and then they would just stop, and then suddenly she's gone, and then they because... started her back up with a new gimmick, and and suddenly she's gone again, and then she started back up with the the latest one where she's basically Sergeant Slaughter, and then she's gone again. Yep, and it's like. You can't really you can't really blame a talent when the company isn't consistent enough 
to even really claim you tr they tried. Okay, that, right, that's, no, I agree. That's not the talent's fault. To be fair, also they did want to like show off her history though, and I think that's what they were sort of pondering if they should sort of lean in towards her her military background. Or, you know, a completely different gimmick whatsoever. But I guess, you know, they were confused. Anyway, we've got a special guest in the his house. I swear, I've got to love this guy private messaging us saying, Hey, fucker, can't you tell we were busy talking? Jesus Christ. <laughs> we know you're there, bro. We know you're there, brother. But guess who's here? It's Terry Blair, the hotster. That's right, brother. And right now, I'm walking down the fucking aisle, strumming <laughs> that guitar, brother. N-W-O, because I'm just too sweet. And you know what, Christopher Rams? You might like not like me, brother, but you got to put me on the motherfucking first hand of the Mount Rushmore, brother. Fuck <laughs> the Hitman heart. Fuck Owen Hart, brother. It's Hulk Hogan. It's fucking under the giant, brother. It's... Two other motherfuckers, Bruno San Martino, but not that motherfucker, <laughs> Vanilla Midget from Canada. Uh, put the hit my heart, brother. I don't give a fuck what you say. If you want to say that I didn't know how to wrestle, brother, but what about Japan, brother? Yeah, what about Japan, Hulk? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know, Hulk. Were you big in Japan? I was big in Japan, brother. I had the fucking white trunks. I had the black trunks. But more than that, I used to fucking wrestle. I used to do 20 holes, brother. I used to do suplexes. Standing arm part, brother. The fucking, the test of strength, dude. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Well. You know, I've seen, I've seen video of you in Japan, Hulk. And I gotta say, you took more bumps in like each J Japanese match you were in than you took in your entire career in America. <laughs> so... Hey, good for you well, for working hard sure. when you were somewhere else. That's right, brother. Because you know what? Those little Japanese motherfuckers, they have respect for professional wrestling, brother. But when I went to the States for Vinnie Mac, brother, I told them, well, it doesn't work for me, brother. I'm only going to do like three moves, dude. All right? Yeah. Well, dude, you know what, Terry or Hulk? I didn't uh, know that you're wedding your very first marriage to your first blonde wife. Eerily looks alike with all your other wives, whatever. I, I digress. Uh, was televised live in Japan. Did you know that? Did you even know that, Hulkster? Of course I did. I was right there, motherfucker. <laughs> what do you think? I'm a clone of Hulk Hogan, brother. Itchy bum. No, was no it itchy bum? <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you have an itchy bum, brother? Your ass, you have to scratch your ass, brother. Itchy bum, you, brother. And you know what, Christopher Ass? I don't fucking appreciate it, dude. You're talking shit about the largest arms of the world, dude. That's right, brother. Twenty point you know, pythons, brother. I've I've heard I've heard rumors that your pythons were only actually eighteen inches, but you but you artificially, uh, mm. you know, it was like Goldberg's streak. It wasn't really mm. as big as he said they as it was, you know. Well, no comment, bro. <laughs> well, Medium 5 says, Hulk, that Hogan took more bumps in Japan than 1980 Coke Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's right, brother. Thank you, Hitman, dude. I gotta tell you, brother. <laughs> I love the fucking PWC, brother. The Pro Wrestling Coalition. <laughs> Number one fucking Numero Uno Wrestling Podcast. Fuck all the other ones, brother. <laughs> We're the ones in Nairobi. <laughs> you know, brother, since Scott dead, we could do the NWO right here, brother. Kevin Nash is off his fucking rocker, brother. He sounds too sweet, me, baby. Right too sweet, me. That's too sweet, me. Oh, oh, oh. Boom. Too sweet. Sweet. <laughs> Tell us about that fine iced tea, Hulk. Hulk. What am I a clown to you, brother? I'm your fucking puppet, <laughs> wow. brother. Okay. <laughs> Come on, Hulk. Come okay. on, brother! Listen, brother, go to your fucking local supermarket and go to the fucking refrigerator aisle and get the whole fucking <laughs> sweet iced tea because you know why? Because it's, it's just... just... too sweet! <laughs> you have to pay me now, brother, what the fuck? Oh, no, 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 you gotta talk about those hot dogs, my friend. Come on, bro. I know it's not, it's not uh, July 4th anytime soon, but oh. come July 4th, what can the people expect from the Hulkster, brother? 
That doesn't work for me, brother. And coming up, <laughs> Hulkamania is gonna be on the Homeboy 88 experience, dude. He's he gonna is? do a fucking one-on-one. That's right, brother. He's gonna do a one-on-one <laughs> interview with Terry Belay himself, brother. That's me. Oh, brother. wow. That'll be oh, interesting. That's... Hey, that's that's cool. Hey, Hulk, I don't know if you knew this. I'm just gonna warn you, but um, Homeboy 88 has brown skin. Just so you know, just so you're aware. <laughs> It's not like scary hey. when you show up. Actually, that's, that doesn't work for me. Thanks for telling me, brother. I'm not doing that <laughs> shit anymore. Fuck that what? shit. I thought he was like blonde hair, blue eyes, brother. You know what well. you gotta do? What Hulkamania? What's wild on you, brother? I gotta go. Uh, wait, wait, uh, but what's Hulk gonna do when he finds out that he's half Italian, half Panamanian? <laughs> that's a true story. So he's half Latino. Well... That's right, brother. Yeah. You know what? All right. He's back on, brother. Fuck it. <laughs> Screw you, Hulk. Get out All of right, here, Hulk. you rascal. Hulk, Hulk, Hulk we you? love you. PWC for life. <laughs> for but life. You know what? This brother. motherfucker thinks he's Mike D for the Beastie Boys, brother. We're going to feel a fucking shirt, brother. What <laughs> you going to do with the PWC? First of all, on you. Terrible is out, brother. Brother. Ladies, Hulk. Hulk Hogan, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> yeah, with that, with that iced tea, but no red, white, and blue hot dogs, unfortunately, Chris. That yeah. kind of sucks. Well, I, you know, since since America's becoming more like racially diverse, he's he, Hulk Hogan's <laughs> trying to separate himself from, from from his former position of being the American hero. You know. Oh man, and I just want to give a shout out to Aaron Ben Shlomo before we go because. He loved the fact that me and you got pissed off on the skirmish. He loved it the week before that you were angry. Then he loved it that I was angry. And he wants to see more angry from you and I. Well, all it takes is to watch AEW and we're there. Believe me. That's, that's how easy it is. But um, you know what, Chris, man? I almost feel bad. We do have a few listeners. But I think it's time to hit it home bro i mean there's no other significant news unless anybody in the chat wants to like point out anything other than that no I think it's a wrap my friend so in saying that dude tell them where they can find you well you can find me right here on the pwc network um the usual show that i'm on the the one that the the one that is my it's just my my baby for the pwc it's the thing that i the thing that i'm passionate about here on the pwc it is the wednesday night skirmish it is the flagship of the pwc and i'm super proud of it and the fact that people like it people that i listened to before i started the podcast like my show that's fucking cool um also you can find me over on the Hami media group and um channelattitude.com uh you can you can find me on a number of shows over there i guessed on a few different things including the uh the smack attack with john enright that's a lot of fun we do that uh we do that saturday mornings at 10 and sunday mornings at 10 uh the most important show to me the most important show to you hey you're missing fridays friday uncaged fridays uncaged (laughs) fridays with you uncaged It, it is a lot of fun too but the most important show, I don't care. The most important show in the world. The most important show that you'll ever listen to. Never mind Joe Rogan. Never mind Jordan Peterson. Never mind the Young Turks. If you're listening to anything, you listen Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, where after the collision, we sift through the wreckage. Sorry, All I was right. just reading something. <laughs> so I was reading a comment. Yes, we do sift through the wreckage. And I was just a little delayed there after... See what you do, Media M5? You distract me, motherfucker. I'll get back to you on that. Uh, but yeah, what do we do once again? Let's just reel it back for a minute. After the collision, we sift through, through the, the, wreckage. the wreckage. That's right. So make sure you tune in for that. Did you tell them where to, where to follow you, actually, Chris? You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm at ChrisAms1. Um, <laughs> you, can also find, you can also find me on... Uh, <laughs> you can also find me on Facebook. Um, just go ahead and try to add me. You can see what I look like right here. This is what I look like. You can find someone who looks like this under Chris Ams on Facebook. But if you're holding a wrestling belt, you know that's that you haven't actually won in the ring in your profile picture. I'm not adding you. I don't care. It's just not happening. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Jeffy's worse than Ambien. Than Ambien. I mean, <laughs> I love you, Medium Five. Keep keep it coming with the Jeff jokes. I mean, more Jeff Jeff jokes all the time, bro. <laughs> I mean, anyway. But yeah, like Chris said, uh, check out uh, like like he said the Smack Attack on Saturday morning. But first, we come with Uncage on ChannelAttitude.com where we break down Rampage. Now I'll be there. Chris, are you gonna join me and Jeff for Uncage? I'm sure you will. And then Saturday mornings for the Smack Attack. And then Sunday morning, as I said before, after the collision, we sift through the wreckage. And that's all right there on channelattitude.com where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling. And I truly mean that. Uh, also, like and subscribe at hamimediagroup.podbean.com where you can find all our affiliate shows, including Jeff's Garden of Doom. And also, most importantly, because we're here right now, it is the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can find all the rest of our shows and the other shows on delay here at the PWC Network. But in saying that, <laughs> Chris, I think we're, it's a wrap. Oh, and thank you to everyone in the chat before we do actually go. I just want to thank everyone that joined us. And that includes Homeboy88, Elizabeth, Javi, Medium 5, of course. Keep it coming with the Jeff jokes, by the way. <laughs> and Chris Winland, and also the Professor Chabelo Veracruz. It's thanks to y'all that we're right up there. Not just number one in Nairobi, Kenya, but we're right up there in the US of A as well. So thank you to everyone that supports us, and please keep supporting us. But it means the world to us, man. Heck, even give us a review, good or bad. It helps us either way. So in saying that, I am Jimmy T. That is Chris Sams. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Extra right here on the PWC Network. And we're out. See you. <laughs> Peace.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.